Greetings everyone. Today we will be speaking on the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer is the greatest prayer on earth. It is the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples, recorded in the Gospels of Matthew 6, 9-13 and Luke 11, 2-4. When they asked him, teach us to pray, Every denomination uses it. Every Christian may have prayed it. It is known throughout the world in most languages. And yet we know it so well, have said it so often, that sometimes the meaning and the depth of the words are lost. So I'd like to spend time going through it. The prayer begins with our Father, not my Lord or our God, but my Father, your Father, our Father. That is close relationship, and only believers can call God our Father. Unbelievers cannot call God my Father. So in order to say the first words, it is necessary to accept Jesus as our personal Lord and Saviour as our real Father, who created us and loved us even before we were born. Who art in heaven? Not somewhere on earth, but in heaven. Now Jesus would not have taught us to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, unless it was possible to get there. How? It means that it is actually possible to come into the heavenly realm through prayer while we are still alive on this earth. We have access to heaven in prayer and come up above the limitations of our own lives into the unlimited supernatural presence of our living God and Father in prayer. Hallowed be thy name. We can greet our Father in heaven. This means we can talk to him, we can meet him, worship him and tell him how much we love him. We can thank him for all he has done for us. We can praise him for who he is. In order to come into his presence and speak to him, it is necessary to, for us to come to him through the cross and ask his Holy Spirit to search our hearts and to confess any sin so that we might be forgiven. We can then come through thanksgiving and praise right into the presence of God and relate to him, speak to him and listen for him to speak to us. Thy kingdom come. Where? On earth, of course. But it needs to start with my life first, your life, our lives. How? By receiving him into our lives, opening ourselves more and more to his glorious presence, to fill us by letting him every into every part of our being, by asking him into our hearts to enable us to come much closer to him, by asking him into our minds, so that we can begin to feel and see Jesus as Jesus sees life, to have his love and compassion for others, to understand others as he does, 
to allow him to change our attitudes and our thinking, to ask him into our bodies so that we can begin to walk through life as he walked, going where he wants us to go, serving others for his sake with our hands and speaking forth his words that he pacifically gives through our mouths to simply live for Jesus in every way. Thy will be done, again in my life first, and then through my life to others. We need to allow him into our past, to heal all that hurt, trauma, disappointments, etc., to deal, heal heal us emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and physically in every way, to allow him into our weak areas, to make us strong in our weakness. On earth as it is in heaven. How? Through our lives. Now healed and prepared and equipped by the Lord himself. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on her earth as it is in heaven. How? Through our lives. Only believers can go up into the heavenly realm to bring the love of heaven, the joy of heaven, the peace of heaven, the healing of heaven, the miracles of heaven down on earth to then give them out to others. Nobody else can and nobody else will. If we don't go up daily into the heavenly places in prayer to receive these wonderful things from heaven, to give out to this no needy world, nobody else will be able to do it. For nobody else can and our world will be worth off because of it that's why John the Baptist says we can receive not even one thing except it be given us from heaven and Ephesians 1 3 exclaims praise be to God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. This tells us that God has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Having received it from God, every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, we can bring these things down to earth, into our lives. And then as we do the Father's will on earth, His will shall be done on earth as it is in heaven through our lives, your life, my life. We can become so full of our Father's heavenly blessings, so full of the Holy Spirit that we begin to serve our Father on earth without even giving it a thought because we've allowed him to change us, renew us and fill us with himself. It is then that the gifts of the Holy Spirit begin to operate through our lives through healing or prophecy or teaching or through any other ministry that the Lord wants us to bring to mankind on earth. Give us this day our daily bread. When we live for God, we do not have to worry so much as to how we will live. For we have already brought the blessings into our daily lives or businesses. Our daily bread, though, is not just our physical bread that we eat, but also spiritual bread that is needed for our spiritual being. Just as our body needs daily food to eat, our spiritual being also needs daily bread. 
that only God can give us in prayer. Jesus said to him, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Do not say there are still four months and then comes a harvest. Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields. They are already white for harvest. That's John 4, 34 and 35. This speaks of another food, of doing the Father's will. Somehow doing the Father's will brings a sense of fulfillment that no other work on earth can ever give us. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. This is so important. As God can only forgive us as we forgive others. Our forgiveness should be total. One day the disciples asked Jesus, How many times should I forgive my brother? Jesus turned and said, Seventy times seven. Well, when we've counted up that lot, we would surely have lost count. Forgiveness keeps you free and any forgiveness in our lives will hinder us and may even prevent us from receiving healing from God. It's therefore of great importance to make the choice to forgive and that also means to forgive yourself. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. This is making a choice to stand firm for Jesus and never to yield to sin. Sin will cause temptation. It will weaken us. It will give place to failure. But when we walk in righteousness and resist sin, then righteousness makes us strong and Jesus will give us victory over all evil. When we stand strong against every temptation, we will be delivered from evil. Isaiah 54:14 says, In righteousness you shall be established. You shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear. And for from terror it shall not come near you. For thine is the kingdom the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. In Revelation 11 verse 15 we read, Then the seventh angel sounded, and there was a loud voice in heaven saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and his reign shall be forever and and ever. We finish where we began, praising our Father in heaven for who he is, for he alone is a kingdom or power or glory forever and ever. Amen. It is not enough to just say the prayer. We need to live the Lord's Prayer. As we live the Lord's Prayer every day of our lives, we come to live in the glorious intimacy, protection, victory and blessing of that prayer in our everyday lives. The Lord's Prayer covers the basics of our prayer life while on earth. Let us live the glorious life to which Jesus calls us to live in his presence in the heavenly realm while 
we are still on earth. This is the Lord's Prayer. And if you have not yet received Jesus as Lord and Saviour, or been baptised in the Holy Spirit, and would like to today, would you say this prayer after me? Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me on the cross. Please forgive me every sin I've ever done. I choose to follow you in truth and righteousness every day of my life. Thank you for forgiving me. Please come into my heart and life as my Lord and Saviour. Please baptise me in your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. If you said that prayer, buy yourself a Bible. Pray every day. Of course, read your Bible every day as well. Find yourself a church or Christian fellowship and tell somebody else what you've done. Now, some of you may be sick. Lay your hand on your sickness or your pain and say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, place your hand upon my hand and I will be healed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You will feel improvement happening even now. Pain will be leaving right now. And if you are not totally healed in this prayer, then do it three times a day until you are fully healed. That is, lay your hand upon my hand and I will be healed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus is all victory. He came to save us, heal us, and deliver us. So healing is part of our salvation. This is Suzanne's Ministries website www.suzannesministries.co.uk God bless you and remember the Lord loves you so much.